I've got you here on episode 126. Do you know who you are? I mean really, deeply. Do you know why you do what you do? Or maybe why you self-sabotage sometimes? Or why you don't stick to what's good for you? Maybe even why you always go for a particular type of partner that you know is not good for you? All of this comes down to who you are. Not on the surface, but I mean once the onion is peeled, layer by layer by layer. If you don't know why you do what you do, then this episode is for you. It's going to be a great starting place. I'm going to unpack the foundational steps about what needs to happen for you to develop a personality that supports you being a healthy person and doing and sticking to and sustaining what's really good for you. This is a big one, so hold on and let's dive into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? It's my mission to coach 250 individuals to lose weight and be their healthiest self before the end of December 2021. Put a bit of a different spin on it there. Did you see that? Did you see that? How'd that feel? Actually, I've just had some one-on-one spots open up. So if you are feeling like now's the time, and maybe after this episode, you'll feel like now's the time, please scroll down to the show notes and request to join the Facebook group, answer the group entry questions, and you'll start a conversation with yours truly about uh, jumping into the program, especially the one-on-one spots that have just become available. So get down there, click the button, answer the questions, and talk to me. It's going to be great. So, to get back to it, how have you been doing? How's my healthy friends community doing? I hope you're doing well amidst all of this bloody vaccine absurdity, dare I say it. (laughs) Anyhow, I'm glad you're here with me on another episode and today we're discussing the stuff that I believe almost nobody talks about or wants to talk about and that is you. If you're near a mirror right now, go and look into that mirror and look into your own eyes because I'm talking about you, to you, about you. (laughs) (laughs) because who you are and your personality and your psychology, your emotions and your behaviors is essential to transforming your body and your health. This is both the most challenging thing to uncover and the most important piece to be able to see results with weight loss, with your food addiction, with becoming a healthy role model for your kids and even recovering your sex drive and sex life with your partner, right? It's, you know, it sounds like a big claim to recover all of those things and get all of results in all of those areas, but hang tight. You might be able to understand it and as we unpack it throughout this episode. And I should put a trigger warning on this episode, all right? Trigger warning, trigger warning, all right? Because In this episode, there's going to be what's known as real talk. We're going to have some real talk. So hold on to your fucking hat (laughs) because here we go. (laughs) So why is knowing your personality and your psychology, why is this important at all in the context of health? So you're likely here listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast because you want to improve your life and be the healthiest self, right? Be your healthiest self, whatever that looks like to you, which inherently means that the personality that has built your current self, your current body and your current life situation is not one that possesses the capability of getting you out of this situation, right? So the person that got you into this situation, which is you, cannot get you out of this situation right? 
What I mean, this is very much akin to the Albert Einstein line of, we can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created the problem, okay? Or to phrase it in another way, and a bit of a, you know, more Aussie way, if we do what we've always done, we'll get what we've always gotten, right? <laughs> it's pretty simple when we lay it out like that. And it seems like basic logic, okay? And an easy problem to solve, in theory, but our brains like to intellectualize the shit out of things, overcomplicate it and make it such a muddled mess that we just opt to not sort through the giant pile of knotted extension cables. And so most people, what they do instead is that they go into a diet change or a weight loss journey, or sometimes they're even diagnosed with something really severe or serious. And then they go and do absolutely nothing different. Literally which to some people might sound crazy, but it's most of us. Most people actually do that, right? They resume victim status and they're just sort of like a deer in the headlights. And look, it's included me in the past too, receiving bad information and not changing, right? Not evolving into somebody different. I've definitely been a part of that and likely you have too, right? So what they do is the same thing that you might be able to reflect on a time or times in your life that you did too, We're all guilty of it. So this is a non-judgmental space. It's just an acknowledgement, an observation that it has occurred. Okay, we need to get real with ourselves. Remember, real talk on this episode. So the premise here is that we cannot change if we don't change. Seems simple, right? It's a very simple concept. So, And and the brain works like that. The more simple we make things, the, the, the better it is. And we often, the brain tries to trick ourselves. Our psychology is always trying to talk us out of situations. The first question is, why don't we just change or be better or be healthier, right? Now, for a lot of people, this is heading into territory that they cannot handle. So if you're feeling any resistance coming up, then this episode is its for you. It's like the reason it exists is for you. If you feel any resistance or triggers, stay in for the ride. Sit down, remove distractions because this is going to feel uncomfortable, but 100% will be necessary, okay? So why don't we change? Because at a pivotal point... In our lives, the personality that we have developed and the emotions and the emotional management and responses and behaviors that, ca- that come from the personality that we have right now were all created at a time in your life and put in place because they served some core function. Those core functions were being kept safe and being kept secure. Whether you were in a traumatic upbringing or you experienced the traumatic event as an adult or you had no particularly traumatic experiences at all, the personality you developed ensured that your immediate environment met your core survival needs. And those survival needs could include things like love, food, resources, attention, approval, protection, feeling significant, feeling independent, feeling a part of a tribe or a family, right? So the things that you did were all, and this is, this is not an exhaustive list at all, I should add, but the things you did were ensuring that you could access these things in sufficient amounts to keep yourself alive. And there are a few lucky people among us that actually were able to get all of their needs met because their parents had their shit together, basically, <laughs> right? Uh, and they're lucky and they're, they're, very, they're, you know, very fortunate. It's amazing, okay? But you can also swing too far the other way, I should acknowledge. If there's too much love and people are too doting and too 
you know, you end up with spoiled children that are, you know, become spoiled adults, right? They have tantrums when they don't get what they want. They can't deal with the word no. So, you know, there's a spectrum. There's a spectrum. But the point is, at its core, it's about having your needs met, okay? And the, the personality you have developed has been a personality that allows you to get those needs met. And so, we grew up and got older, we continued to be a person that was able to get those needs met, which is why when someone has a particular life change or event happen, they there's a situation for some people where they seem to change as the way that they meet those needs has now changed. A classic example, and it's a simple one, but it's a classic example, is someone getting a new partner and no longer being fun because that person is now getting their need for fun and variety from their relationship, which is now a new relationship, right? And so the dynamic between you and said person might have changed because that relationship is providing them their needs in another way, which now means you need to go and find another way to meet your needs, okay? so And so it's important to acknowledge that who we are now was once really helpful and enabled us to survive life, right? So it's important, even if you're not happy with the person you are now or the health situation that you're in because, you know, you just can't get out of your own way, it's important to give yourself some acknowledgement that the person you have created was able to survive life. And if you hadn't developed this way, maybe you wouldn't have survived life, right? So the next step is for many people to acknowledge that you're no longer in that situation in which your personality was initially developed and your emotional behaviors and your emotional management and that you can actively and consciously work to have your needs met in different ways. The catch is that 99% of us were not raised by parents that had their emotional awareness or maturity themselves. Basically, our parents didn't have their shit together. <laughs> and so it was really growing up for most of us, it was really the blind leading the blind. And, you know, this isn't to put blame on our parental figures. You know, they did the best they could. And if they could have done better, they would have, right? Just like we are doing, listening to this podcast and doing things to be better, right? So it's important, though, that highlighting that whilst not being your fault, it is your responsibility right? It is your responsibility to evolve your personality. And so, because of this, in psychology, it's a practice called reparenting, right? It's a reparenting process where you learn to parent yourself into having emotions, behaviors, and inherently a personality that is able to manage itself in a controlled and mature way. Because when we're young, we're we're meant to learn these things by watching our parents do it themselves. But most parents, obviously, as we've, we've acknowledged, weren't emotionally mature and were not emotionally well managed because they had the same dilemma with their parents, right? This is this is the whole idea of well, this is one version of the idea of generational trauma, right? People just keep handing the same problems down because uh, nobody's dealing with them. So there but as I mentioned, there are a few of us that were parented right and that's bloody awesome. Somebody's taken the courage to go and figure that shit out, right? So where are we at now? So we've acknowledged why it's important to know your personality and who you are and also why the current personality exists. And so how do we start identifying who we are, right, today or who we want to be? Because we can't change what we don't know, right? And this is the next step. Something that I go in deep with my one-on-one clients because this is the stuff that will ensure weight loss, health, nutrition and healing will be sustained long term. Okay, because someone with values that does not support that will not be able to sustain it, right? So you need to have values that support the sustainability of behavior that is different. How do we identify who we are right now? So you got to get intimate, you got to get right in there with yourself. 
This step is actually really confronting and you need to be ready and committed to do the work that is necessary because we have to start with getting in deep and personal with who you are and why you do what you do. Hey, hey, my listeners, what's up? If you're enjoying the episode thus far, please consider writing a review and dropping in five stars on the Apple podcast page of this show as it really does help the visibility of the podcast to guide other people to find it. And as well, it helps other curious people just like yourself prior to tuning into the show to see whether or not this podcast is a good fit. And I, of course, hope that it is. And so, that's really the best way to support our work and what we do here on the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. Oh, and I also love seeing you share the episode on Twitter Instagram or Facebook and I often reshare those posts so be sure to give me a tag at Matty Lansdowne. Okay, let's get back into the episode. The key to evolving into a health person or a healthy person or a healthy friend, (laughs) now you're already my healthy friend, but the key to evolving into a different person that eats well most of the time or that's able to do things in different ways is to observe your current self and this is important with no judgment, no judgment. This is imperative and exactly why you should work with someone and my own clients can attest to this too because you know, doing this work on your own is scary and you can just as easily be like, nah, this is too hard so I'm going to go get a pizza, right? You need someone to keep you accountable in this space. And as I mentioned, there are very few health practitioners out there that are doing this step at all, which is why people yo-yo diet and get caught up in fads and want quick fixes because it speaks to the personality that created the problem, not the personality that is capable of building a solution. And so most people cannot do this step alone. It's scary, right? You're going to confront yourself. Because it's one of those scenarios where you're like, who's been screwing me over? And you uh, turn the lights on and there's a mirror in front of your face. (laughs) This has been my issue that my whole life, trying to solve problems and realizing that, oh, I created the problem myself <laughs> and it's me that needs the change, okay? And it's, this is a lifelong journey, right? But the, the, this beginning gives you so much power, so many tools to be able to make positive change on not just your own life, but your kid's life, the, all the people in your social circle, anyone that you have any reach with, you know, this is going to have a positive impact on. And so the thing you need to do first is develop the art of non-judgmental self-observation to be able to collect data on how you as an adult have your needs met. What happens when you get bad news? When you get good news, what do you do to get love or connection from your partner or to be heard when you want to say something? How do you behave when you're tired in challenging situations? And then you can relate all of this to food, nutrition and health as well. What happens prior to ending up halfway into a family-sized block of Cadbury chocolate, right? Or what happens when you get home and pour a glass of wine for the fourth night this week? What led to that moment. Go back and review what are the commonalities going on here? What is happening when you reach that point? Okay, because there's a specific need being met when you conduct this particular behavior and you need to figure out all of the moving parts of what's going on here if you want to be able to change them for the long term. And so being retrospective is really helpful here too by reflecting on past circumstances that have repeated throughout your life and collecting data on how you responded or how you behaved And this is often a good step to see if you're someone that needs to make a complete change for it to be effective or you're someone that is able to manage their needs in the presence of temptation, right? What do I mean? I mean that uh, you need to know you are 
all in or all out or you're someone that's, you know, able to go with the idea of balance and moderation. There's two types of people and, the, and I've spoken about this on, uh, on interviews and different podcasts before is that most diets and most nutrition and health plans assume you to be one or the other. They say they have a belief or their program has a belief that you're, a, you're an all in or all out person. It's count calories, it's cut everything and then there's others which are more loving and nurturing which are more like, no, just go with the flow have this sometimes have sugar sometimes have you know and the truth is that we're all different so we need to figure out which one we are and then conduct our life accordingly to who we are right so for example one way to figure this out about yourself is do you go really hard into relationships do you go really hard into your work or at the gym when you're there and then when you don't see results in a you know short period of time you're like I'm all out I'm not going to the gym again I quit nothing happened right or you know the relationship didn't go anywhere in a short amount of time and so I ended it I'm out I don't want to see the person again right or are you someone that has more of an internal control right and you know, and sort of when I say internal, I also imply a sort of a longevity, you know, a long-term plan, a long-term time frame in which your investment is playing out, okay? And it might look a little different, okay? It might look a little bit like if you're in the face of opposition or temptation, that you can actually manage that space for, for instance... uh, like say someone doesn't like you, you know, it's and you decide, you know, it's not about me. I was nice and polite. It's about them. And you don't take on that guilt. Whereas another personality type might be like, shit, I'm a terrible person. It's all me. It's all me. When in fact, it was actually somebody else, right? Um, or you might be in a situation where you live next to an ice cream like shop and you're on a health you know, kick, you're trying to lose some weight, you want to be a better person. Uh, And so you're like, you know what, I know that the ice cream is not great for me. So I'm going to create rules in my life that that dictate how I behave. And I'll only go to the ice cream shop when my particular friend visits approximately once a month. That's that's going to be our thing. That's the time that I'm going to go and enjoy that. So retrospective analysis can provide useful insights as to how you've conducted yourself in the past, because mostly the past is the biggest predictor of the future, unfortunately. So that's why we need to do this particular psychological work, right? And coaching work in order to actually set things up to be different in the future. Otherwise, we're just going to keep falling on the past, right? Which is who we were and who we were got us here. And therefore, we want to be someone different because we want to be somewhere different. And then from that point, we drill down on why. Why have we behaved in that particular way? Why? And then we ask it again. And again, and we peel an onion. We literally peel the onion and we get usually arrive, we get there to the bottom and it's a very deep-seated belief about behavior, connection, love, whatever it is, you know, feelings, uh, you know, not liking yourself, self-sabotage. You either get to a belief about reality, about your reality, I should clarify, or we find a value, right? People behave upon a set of values and the word value implies that, that it's inherently good. And sometimes our values that were put in place when we needed to be safe and secure were there for survival. And actually as an adult, those values are actually hurtful to other people and even hurtful to ourselves. Hence, a lot of people self-sabotage, right? So, We need to uncover this belief or value that all decisions and actions above this fundamental pillar are being made unconsciously upon, 
right? So that's that's the core of the problem, okay? And this shit doesn't happen overnight. Like, you know, you might be having some epiphanies or mind explosions right now on this podcast, but this is work. This is work for years, actually. But you've got to begin it in order to start building a, a healthier you, right? You can't be a healthier you if you don't build that type of personality that is able to move these parts around inside your internal identity or frame of reference for who you are. You've got to start doing some renovations on the house that is you. So now at this point, all of the work is not over, right? There's a still a few hard steps. So I hope I'm not putting you off because this, this work is extremely fulfilling. It's challenging, but extremely fulfilling. So knowing this information can usually tell us that we've you know never stuck to a gym plan or why we've never stuck to a meal plan or committed to being a better self or looking after our health or whatever it might be it can you know or being terrible consistently in relationships or whatever the thing might be doing this process is going to tell us why why we've we've been that way because we hold xyz belief about relationships or we hold xyz belief about health and about ourselves and what we deserve and things like that so we 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 learn all of that uh, and the difference is that the people that know this about themselves and those that do not know this about themselves will continue to yo-yo diet will continue to sabotage their own efforts to make healthy change those that do learn all of the information and then say so how do i change it and I really hope that's you by this point, that is the kind of person you want to be because that is the day your life and your health begin to take a new direction because you can start experimenting with new values, new emotions, new ways of being. You must build yourself to be someone that you want to be today and tomorrow. And it's also important not to build a previous younger version of yourself. If you're trying to be someone in the past, and a lot of people get trapped in this trying to chase down a version of themselves from the past or a relationship from the past. We're moving forward in this reality, in this dimension, right? We're moving forward. And so if you're trying to build the past, uh uh-oh, this ain't going to work, right? We have to build a new you in the context of your life today for tomorrow, right? And for the foreseeable future. We ain't we ain't getting off this bandwagon, right? This is all good shit going down here. <laughs> so as I've already mentioned, this is tough work. This is vulnerable work. And I would only recommend doing this with someone because without accountability, this stuff can be really challenging, right? And it's easy to want run away from yourself when some uncomfortable, awkward feelings come up. And and it's I would also encourage you going along this journey to make sure your partner or your close friends are aware that you're going to go on some kind of uh, challenging, you know, self-confrontation journey to figure out who you really are so that you can build someone that you'd like to be because it's it's potentially going to trigger some old memories, some old problems, and you might be behaving in some strange ways. So having your social network a part of that support system is super important in order for this to be really effective. I could so where are we at? What are we at? We're like 25 minutes in now, something like that. So I could quite genuinely make this podcast an all-day seminar on beliefs, values, trauma, coping mechanisms, and food is huge as a coping mechanism, and you know how that all that all that pertains to the way that we treat ourselves. But alas, I know you'd love to enjoy your day, right? I know I know that you'd love to go out there and and have a good day today. So the thing I want to get. So the thing I want you to go away from this podcast with is that next time you go on a diet or you receive some news from your naturopath or your doctor, I want you to think about this podcast and remember that this is the work that needs to be done in order to be or begin being a person that produces health in your life. 
for you and all of the people around you. And you actually can start practicing this work today. So I'm going to give you a little tidbit here, a little useful hack, let's call it. Although I learned recently some people interpret the word hack as really negative. Uh, didn't even know that. Like like an illegal, an illegal activity. How crazy is that? Anyway, I'm going to give you a tidbit. <laughs> I'm going to give you a tid, tidbit. So you can begin working on your personality with this little exercise that I share with friends uh, and definitely work with clients on this little activity. And people get a lot out of it, particularly my clients, especially when they have me to report back to because that accountability piece is really useful. And that is today, I want you to make a small promise to yourself a tiny promise, and I want you to keep it. I know this sounds so simple, right? And it is. It's meant to be simple so you don't fuck it up. (laughs) Because if you don't start building belief in yourself that you can do what you say you'll do or that you are a trustworthy person to yourself, then you will continue to punish and self-sabotage yourself to prove yourself right. To prove to yourself, I'm not worthy of health. I'm not worthy of good things. The only people that can do that are strong, genuine, trustworthy people. Only they should have health, right? And good bodies and all of the good things that people want. So in order for you to start building that muscle of behavior that a person that might be healthy and able presents with is to start building trust within your own house. And that house being the vessel that is your body and your brain, right? So you need to start to believe in yourself again. So we do that. We start building that belief muscle by making small promises. I'm talking small. Today, promise yourself that you will take out the rubbish, take out the trash, or that you will go to the gym today, right? Or that maybe you'll call your mum. Whatever it is, you'll clean your apartment. Make a small promise. Write it on a whiteboard. Write it on a sticky note somewhere you will see it and do it, okay? That's how we start building up this new version of yourself, someone that does what they say they will do, okay? We start really small, really small. Don't use any words like, um, I'm going to do all the things, right? When we start being really holistic and broad and vague, we're not going to commit to that. It's not clear. It's not simple. There's no structure, right? So, we want to be small and exact, okay? So, go forth. And each day, not just today, start today, but each day make tiny promises to yourself and you will eventually start being someone that takes on bigger responsibilities for yourself, trusting yourself more and beginning to engage with behaviors that the old you would not have been able to execute and you'll start being really proud of who you're becoming. Okay, that's it. That's today's episode, right? So whatever it is, make it small and keep it. After all, if your body isn't somewhere you're happy to be, then why would you look after it? So make it somewhere you enjoy being. On that note, we're going to make this episode a wrap. (laughs) We're going to pick up the vibe now, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed this episode. This was a heavy episode. We went deep on this one. But if you enjoyed it, I'd love you to share it on social media. Take a screenshot. Tag me on LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. I'm just, wait for it. Maddie Lansdowne, at Maddie Lansdowne. And if you know someone in your life, your friend or your family member that will get benefit from listening to this particular episode, and likely there's a lot of men, but also women out there that need to hear this stuff, share this episode with them. And of course, uh, ratings and reviews help this podcast go a really long way. So thanks so much for tuning into this episode and I look forward to catching you on the next one. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.